What's going on, everyone? It's Xavier here, and we are back for another episode of the Redefine Education podcast, where we create solutions with black males in education for the classroom. Listen, I hope you've been enjoying. I've said that a lot already, but I think that this is an amazing podcast, and we've got great wisdom coming here. I'm excited about today's podcast. We're talking about how community matters, and I'm actually excited about the black male educator I have before me today. But before we get into it, I want you to share this podcast, share it with a family member, a friend, future educator, uh, or current educator. I want this podcast to get out to the nation. So listen, grab your water, grab your tea, your coffee, your notepad, whatever you need, because we're getting ready to redefine education. We'll be back shortly. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Redefine Education podcast. This is episode number six, and man, I'm excited about where we are and how far the podcast has come so far. And if you've enjoyed all that you've listened to thus far, if you're new to the podcast, I want you to take a moment and subscribe. I want you to share this uh, because we have some amazing black male educators that we're interviewing and getting wisdom from on how we can redefine education. So if you're new to the podcast, I'm Xavier Williams, a senior music education major with an honors interdisciplinary studies minor from James Madison University, but born and raised in Hampton, Virginia. And I'm excited that you're here today. Without further ado, I'm excited because the black male educator that we have the privilege of working and talking with today is well known, not only just in the peninsula area, but he is well known in the Commonwealth of Virginia and around the nation. Everyone, welcome to the podcast. My superintendent from Hampton City Public Schools, Dr. Jeffrey Smith. Dr. Smith, welcome to the podcast, sir. Thank you so very much, Xavier. And let me just say uh, how honored we are to have you back here in Hampton. Uh, and certainly this is... Uh, Certainly a reminder of my previous days with you as a student here in Hampton. Yes. Uh, where you probably conducted the first interview. My first interview was with you when you were a student at Hampton High School. And so how amazing that I get this opportunity to uh, speak with you on today uh, with this podcast. So, look, thank you for coming back home. Yes. And uh, as you know, we're so proud of you and all of your many accomplishments. And so kudos to you and and uh, all the best as you wrap up your senior year at, uh, at JMU. Yes, sir. And, and thank you for allowing me to come back. And as I do for all of the episodes, I like to just give a quick, you know, brief uh, update of how I know the individual that I'm working with. And as you mentioned, Dr. Smith, Dr. Smith came to Hampton City Schools around 20, uh, 2015. 2015. Yeah. So I started here as superintendent in 2015. Um, as a matter of fact, it was July the 15th of 2015 okay. uh, that I started here. And, of course, I uh, entered Hampton City Schools after spending seven and a half years in another school division as superintendent. And uh, believe it or not, I have completed seven years wow. as the superintendent here in, Sam in Hampton City Schools. And uh, uh, what a delightful journey this has been for, for me and uh, the opportunity to work with so many outstanding educators and uh, members of this particular community who are so committed to 
public education. And so it, it is an absolute pleasure to be here as superintendent and uh, uh, look forward to the chapters that are ahead. Yeah. And, and I will say, you know, before we dive deep into this topic of community matters, uh, I had the privilege of working with Dr. Smith from 2017 to 2018 and 2018 to 2019 as the student representative to the board of visitors and up uh, to the stu- to the school board. I'm board of visitors now That's to the okay. school board. Uh, and, and, you know, Dr. Smith just came in with great energy, great vision. Uh, and it was amazing to have an up close seat to see the way that you transformed teaching and learning in the school division and focused on how the community matters in doing that. So you are perfect uh, in having this discussion and I consider truly an expert in this field. And so uh, before we dive into the questions, could you just give us an update of uh, who you are and how you got to this moment of being the superintendent of Hampton City uh, Public Schools? Sure, it would be an honor to do that. Uh, let me just share, I started my career um, as a classroom teacher, and so I, I spent time in the classroom. Um, I taught English, high school English. And then uh, Xavier moved on to... Um, working at the college level. I was a counselor and uh, also um, an English instructor for an Upward Bound program. And so I enjoyed the work at, the, at that particular point, Mary Washington College. Um, and so uh, it was a pleasure to serve as a counselor for the Upward Bound program and an English instructor um, as well. And then the journey for me really... Um, uh, gave me an opportunity to return to the pre-K-12 arena. And uh, I uh, served as an assistant principal at a middle school and then uh, the pleasure of returning home to Westmoreland County where uh, I was a student and I graduated from Westmoreland. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, But I had an opportunity to return there as a classroom teacher. But then after my... Um, uh, opportunity serving as an assistant principal, I returned home as the principal of my elementary school wow. and uh, served there for five years. And then that led me to um, a suburban school division uh, where I served as a principal uh, as well at the elementary level. And then uh, three different school divisions uh, that I had the pleasure of serving as an academic, uh, in the, on the academic side of the ledger, as the assistant superintendent for Academics, okay. and um, and so I served in Amelia uh, okay. County as the assistant superintendent for academic services, and uh, I had the pleasure of um, serving in Williamsburg, James City County, as the assistant superintendent for academic services, and then um, uh, finally I was in um, also Newport News, uh, the city of Newport News, and worked there as an assistant superintendent, all on the academic side. Yeah. And then seven and a half years as the superintendent in the town of West Point. Yes. And then from West Point. We uh, brought him on in. We <laughs> traveled to, uh, uh, to Hampton, and yes. it has been a pleasure. I have had a wonderful, wonderful journey in education, working with so many uh, families and uh, young people. Uh, toward in terms of fulfilling the mission of teaching and learning uh, academic excellence and uh, ensuring success for young people and uh, and partnering with families and, and so many others uh, on, on this journey. And for everyone that's listening, I mean, if you just hear the wealth of knowledge and experience Dr. Smith is bringing, not only is he great here in the Peninsula area, but it have a great experience around the Commonwealth. And so let's dive into this topic of community matters. And Dr. Smith, I want to start off by asking you, really, 
you know, a lot of this capstone that I'm working on focuses on black male students. Uh, and so that is kind of the focus of what I'm, I'm hinting at here. But I have noticed that when we work on that area, we, we ultimately help all students all together. So I want to ask you, what, uh, how do you see community partnerships being a resource as we look to help black male students succeed in the classroom, but all students in general? Absolutely. Uh, essential to the work that we're engaged in. And I, you know, Xavier, I would like to approach it from the perspective of, you know, our core business is that of teaching and learning mm -hmm. and the focus of academic excellence for all young people. And uh, really the heart of who we are in terms of Hampton City Schools, when we think of our mission and how we bring to life our mission, that, that is so important. Um, and so, as you know, uh, our mission uh, here in Hampton, in collaboration with our community, Hampton City Schools, yes. ensures academic excellence for every child, every day. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. And you know that. Yes, sir. And, and let me share with you, it is in collaboration with our community. Yeah. And so we recognize that we cannot accomplish this work in isolation. Uh, it's, it's so important that we partner with... Um, individuals and with so many entities within the community. And so let me start with, uh, by, by saying that, you know, the faith-based community, we have strong partnerships and, mm -hmm. and, and you have experienced that uh, and your involvement with your church and, and um, recognizing that as a school division, we have a strong partnership with uh, the faith-based uh, faith community, but the community at large mm -hmm. uh, and the business and the military Civic, social, and nonprofit organizational uh, partners are so important to 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 the work, um, and so a number of partners that that we have in terms of community involvement, and the focus there, whether it's literacy and or or mentoring, mm -hmm. um, or you know, as you know, through the academies of Hampton, it may very yeah. well be in terms of internships. Um, we cannot carry this work forward in a successful way yeah. uh, without strong partners working with us. And we, we, we partner with 200-plus uh, men, mm -hmm. uh, and they support and they, they celebrate the academic success uh, of our African-American male students in, in particular. And so all of our partnerships are so important to uh, the success of our work and bringing to life our mission of academic excellence for every child, every day, whatever it takes. Yeah, and, and the truth of the matter is, and something that I'm learning as a, a future uh, practitioner in education, but you being an experienced one and, and, and well-recognized one, uh, is that the learning that takes place in the classroom, yes, is important, but it continues once they leave outside of the four walls of the school building. And if we don't have the, the collaboration between what we're doing in the school system and the community, then we, we kind of are giving our students the shorthand of the stick. That's right. You, 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 you're absolutely right. And so when you think of the extended learning opportunities for young people, uh, tutorial programs, uh, you know, I mentioned the faith-based. Um, many of our faith-based um, organizations and entities really provide strong tutorial programs to support the teaching and and the learning, yeah. um, and and you know we we will certainly talk about this maybe later you know with the academies of Hampton, um, you know we have we have community partners on on the business side of things, 
Um, we have over 300 partners. And when I yeah. say 300 partners, I'm I really, in essence, strong partners who are active and they're engaged in the work as it relates to the academies of Hampton. And with the academies of Hampton, we're transforming uh, yes. the teaching and learning. We're yeah. transforming not only the teaching and the learning, but uh, the student experience and the way we engage our community. Yes. And that transformation in terms of how we engage. Uh, certainly, you know, um, we, we recognize the financial support. Uh, but, but in addition to that, we, we recognize that we need the expertise around the academies of Hampton yeah. uh, because we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. And so many of the partners around the academies of Hampton, they have helped us to define the curriculum mm -hmm. and to say that uh, at the end of the day, um, we want to ensure that young people, that they are fully prepared for that next chapter. And so that whole transformation. And so that is a very strong aspect in terms of our community involvement and, and partners uh, in terms of uh, the, the community at large. Yeah, and, and Dr. Smith, you're, you're sharing a lot about this Academies of Hampton. And for those that may be listening, like, what is this Academies of Hampton that the superintendent keeps talking about? Um, could you explain what this is? And I'm, I'm glad that I was able to be a part of a little bit of this development, but can you share what the Academies of Hampton is and what it's offered students here in the community? A absolutely. And so we have the portrait of a Hampton graduate and uh, again, back to community and, and partners. Um, the community, they came together and um, we said, let's talk about preparing our young people to be college career and life ready. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a result of that, we had 80 plus, 80 plus um, partners at the table who helped to define the portrait of a Hampton graduate. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we're focusing on the content knowledge, but it's also about communication. It, it's about leadership and so forth. Um, and so with that as the backdrop with the Academies of Hampton, we realize that at the end of the day, uh, Xavier, you know what's going to happen. We want all of our young people to be prepared for that next chapter, whether it's college, it may be a career, um, or, you know, let's say if it's not college, career, it may be workforce, mm -hmm. but then you start off in terms of the workforce and decide later that you want to continue your education. And so for us, we realized that we could not do this work in isolation. And so um, our community partners, uh, they came together and they're still at the table. Uh, and we moved from four pocket academies. And you know, sometimes people refer to them as theme academies. Mm -hmm. um, and I will explain one. For example, uh, at Bethel, we had the governor's health sciences there. Yes. But now we have also at, at Bethel, uh, we have beyond that, we have, uh, uh, when you look at law and public safety, mm -hmm. and then with that particular academy or the academies, you have career pathways. And so in your, during your freshman year, you have Success 101 with us. You explore all of the opportunities, and you really start doing that um, at the middle school level. Yeah. But certainly when you get into that freshman year, and you begin to explore and you take a deeper dive. And then your 10th grade year, your sophomore year, you select uh, an academy mm -hmm. and a career pathway of interest. Yeah. And you learn the content through your academy. Yes. And we're focusing on industry credentials and certifications and 
stackable and transferable skills and knowledge that you can take with you and apply if you go directly into the workforce or take that knowledge and those certifications and uh, credentials that you have and apply them in some other arena. But at the end of the day, we want to make certain that all of our young people embody the portrait of a Hampton graduate and that they leave us college career and life ready. Yes, sir. And that you have multiple entry and exit points along the way. And, and Dr. Smith, I mean, as a student, you know, I've got to see this being developed, and it's amazing. I want to hit on this part, really, for people that are listening, whether they may be a teacher, whether they may be a building administrator, whether they may be at the, um, at the, the school administration division level, uh, who are saying, basically, what are the challenges uh, that maybe you have faced that you could share as wisdom and guidance for those that are saying, I want to build better relationships with my community. I want to have the faith-based community. I want to work with a said industry to be able to support students so they can get those skills. What are maybe some of the challenges or successes that you could share uh, for those that are listening as guidance and advice uh, for those that are saying, I want my community to matter in student success? Yeah, excellent question, and thanks for, thanks for asking Thank you uh, for, for asking that. Uh, let me let me just share with you. Um, you know, when we think of a particular challenge, you know, I, I can't point to any specific uh, challenge or challenges um, as it relates to our community yeah. because I will tell you, and you know, from experience uh, in terms of serving as a student rep on the school board and as as a student quite involved in uh, the world of academics and also. Um, in and outside of the classroom, that we really, we have a community and uh, they believe in public education and they want to support public education. And so it's difficult for me to point to a specific challenge. Mm-hmm. But what I, what I will say, individuals and, and uh, business leaders and faith-based leaders and civic and, and, and the like, they, they want to know that indeed you want them at the table. Yeah, and uh, and that you really want to hear uh, their individual, uh, the individual voice or the voices, and so um, I I will I would say that um, that if you're launching or seeking ways to really engage the community and 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 thinking about partners, um, they want to know that indeed. Uh, you desire to have them at at, at the table, and uh, and and that that is important. And you know, we launched uh, my first year a look, listen, you took and the words right. Tour. You took the words right <laughs> off my mouth. I was getting ready to ask you. You know, I, I remember you did your look, listen, and uh, learn tour, and and I want you to shed some light on maybe what community members shared with you, but uh, also kind of just the benefit of as you're you know having a vision for something. The, the beauty of just getting around and looking, listening, and learning what um, the community in that environment is basically saying and thinking. Yeah, and so we, we launched um, the Look, Listen, and Learn tour. Um, and so I met with uh, well over 1,000 uh, individuals, partners, and you know the list is quite comprehensive from students and families and uh, classroom teachers, uh, support staff, business leaders, pastors, um, city leaders, the city manager, uh, and really, you know, use the, 
the strategic plan as the backdrop mm -hmm. and, uh, and said, you know, we have these focus areas in terms of our strategic plan. Uh, share with me your thoughts yeah. as, as, as they relate to Hampton City Schools and uh, what are some of the challenges for us. And then, you know, within the context of, of the challenges and opportunities, share with me your thoughts relative to what some of the priorities should be as we go forward and we implement this new strategic plan uh, for Hampton City Schools. And, um, and really, you know, um, I, I will tell you that seven years in, mm -hmm. uh, what I heard, we are still implementing yeah. as we bring to life our core business of teaching and learning and as we bring to life uh, our, our mission. And so um, that is what I would basically offer in terms of the process. I used the strategic plan, the school board strategic plan. And of course, I met with our school board members, of course, as the mm -hmm. superintendent, and, and asked each individual board member to weigh in. And so I was able to identify strength Mm -hmm. within the context of our strategic plan, but also opportunities. Yes. And then I provided the community with a report from the superintendent, the school board, and the community at large, and said, this is what I heard. Yeah. Um, what individuals value in terms of the education here in, in Hampton and the success Um through the lens of, of the individuals that, that I met with uh, and so forth. I met with the PTA you know, as a part of that process. And, and, so, and, so, and so we were able to really hone in. But then I said, here are the opportunities. Yeah. And if we're going to really do this work in an authentic way, uh, let's then construct strategies and action steps based upon what I heard in fulfillment of the strategic plan. And, uh, and so, as I said, we're still moving forward with that. Seven years in, yes. we're still living with that information and in contact with the community and still asking questions as to, as we go to the next chapter uh, and the next phase of education, um, share with me, um, you know, what your thoughts are. And, and what I will say to you, Xavier, um, that you, it can't be a one and done. No. Some, sometimes, uh, you know, it's, People see it as a one and done. Check that off. Move on to the next. You can't do that. No. Every year, if you go to our website, you will see that uh, I provided the community with the look, listen, learn, okay, tour information, my findings. But every year, a report to the community based on the strategic plan and continuing that work. Yeah. And, and Dr. Smith, I want to, you know, I want to make sure that you know, you're, you're coming from a division level, which is important because I think sometimes as teachers and maybe even like building administrators, um, you may not recognize or understand the vision that the head leader has. Uh, and so I, I want to kind of put that into a context that maybe a new black male teacher just started and said, you know what, I had this interesting experience when I was growing up and, you know, I just want to find ways as a teacher, as an assistant principal that's new to the field, I want to find ways to partner with my community. What advice would you probably give that teacher, that building administrator, within their realms of power and influence of how they can connect with the community in a way to support their students? No, good, 
uh, and, and thanks for asking that. And I would say, you know, it starts with the building uh, administrator mm -hmm. uh, and uh, really connecting with the assistant principal or the principal and sharing your thoughts and ideas and uh, allowing the principal and the assistant principal to help formulate and share with you and walk you through uh, some of the processes and structures uh, for implementing uh, your vision or your thoughts in terms of connecting with the community. Mm -hmm. And that may very well lead to the principal reaching out to uh, someone at the division level, for example, the director of community relations, to talk and walk you through um, ways of implementing and carrying that particular vision out that you have uh, and so forth. So I hope that, that that's helpful. Yeah, that's, that's definitely helpful. Uh, and, and I hope that everyone that's listening is, you know, maybe getting something good from, from this discussion so far. I know that I'm definitely inspired by the conversation that we've had now that I'm kind of seeing it as a student that's a graduate, but also when I was involved in some of this work, just like two more questions for you, Dr. Smith. Um, what role do you believe the school division now plays in supporting the community? Uh, we've talked about a little bit of how the community can support the school division. How does the school division then kind of support the community in a sense? Uh, the school division, and, and, and that is understanding um, your city, your county, mm -hmm. um, and, and knowing the goals uh, within your city or the county um, where the school division uh, is carrying out that particular work and um, being very intentional in terms of connecting the dots to ensure, for example, in every community, workforce development is important yeah. in preparing young people uh, for the next chapter or chapters. And so I get the opportunity as a superintendent to work uh, with our city manager. Mm -hmm. And so that is a connection from the division to that of the community. Yeah. When you think of the school board and the city council and those relationships and ensuring that we're working together in concert yeah. because it really should not be that of the goals of just the school division mm -hmm. and that of the city or the community. Yeah. But they must coexist. Yeah. Now, give you a prime example. Um, we have the community priorities workshop coming up, and you're familiar with that. Yes, sir. Uh, and so um, and next week. Uh, and so in, in conversation with the, the city manager, uh, they're working through a, a strategic plan. So in collaboration with us, we're going to launch one of the guiding questions as a part of our think tank. Mm -hmm. um, although we're thinking community, right? Yeah. Priorities workshop and education. Um, well, education is not just important within the division. It's important within the, the context of the broader community. Yeah. And so, and so that is one way that we're giving back. But the two-way communication uh, that really exists, um, those community relations, two-way street. Um, I have, uh, as a superintendent, a superintendent community council. Mm -hmm. And uh, through that community council, I get feedback. And uh, they share with me ways that, that we can really support the community at large. Uh, but you also need to be present because there are a number of events that are occurring within our city mm -hmm. and in any community, and you need to be present yeah. uh, to share your mission, uh, accomplishments, but also to seek to understand. So as a division, 
we want to seek to understand yeah. before we get out there and have the desire to be um, understood. So our primary mission uh, of teaching and learning, we recognize as students, um, you know, as they move forward uh, for the community, we think a return on their investment yeah. is this, that our young people embody the portrait of a Hampton graduate. And so, you know, for every community, there must be a return on the investment of that particular community in terms of public education. And for us, it's around student achievement and, and success and preparing young people to ensure that they embody the portrait of a Hampton graduate. And so some of the reports that, uh, that we have launched, I have shared, you know, let's say winter break, uh, a particular report around winter break. It's our gift to the community, mm -hmm. a return on your investment mm -hmm. in Hampton City Schools yeah. uh, and so forth. So I think, I think that hopefully answered the question. No, definitely does. And, you know, uh, we're, we're getting here to the end. And uh, as I always say now, we're, we're six episodes in. And I always get to the final question. But before I ask that, that question there, you know, a, a lot of what I've heard you explain today is it's just the intentional gathering of individuals, uh, or as we say in, in, in the education world, stakeholders. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Bringing them to the table and allowing them to recognize um, that they have a true uh, investment and involvement at the table. They have a voice. They have a voice. Recognize that they have a voice. Yes, and and I think that is so important. As we're like I said, you know, as we're talking about the community matters, there is something great when the family sends their child to the school system. They can say, you know what. My child graduated with this skill and this opportunity to do this and that and the third. But it's another when that community member that may be a grandmother or just someone new to the community can come and say, man, that school system is really producing top tier students that are going forth and doing great things, whether it be in the college system, whether it be in the career field, may it be in the military, whatever the case may be. But the, the holistic investment that the community can then have to help students succeed is important and giving them the voice, giving them the seat at the table helps that vision come together. Uh, as we close today, I ask this question to every individual that I interview. And it's important because I believe in my own life, I've recognized that when you understand why, you understand how, you understand what, you understand when, you understand where. So my question to you is, what is your why? What is the thing that keeps Dr. Smith going uh, and, and supporting the work that you're doing here in Hampton. And so, Xavier, this is probably going to be uh, the shortest response, right? Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, quite, quite simply and yet um, complex. Um, the Xavier's, you, 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 Xavier, you are my why. And um, when I think of the young people that we serve, and the fact that um, we have so many moving parts in, mm -hmm. uh, in educational system that every day that I arrive, um, I want to ensure that we're focused on young people and their success. Mm -hmm. And in order to do that, we, we know all of, all of the moving parts. That, that the superintendent, 
cannot do this work in isolation, right? Yeah. Teachers, building administrators, families, young people themselves, um, you know, and all of the community partners that we have. Um, we, we need them to do the work and, and to work alongside us. But I will tell you my personal why it is about every student. Yeah. And there's every student in terms of their academic success and, and, and achievement. So, quite frankly, Xavier Williams <laughs> is, and, and, is my why. And you, you are my why. And, and I can and tell you. all that, of the others. I tell you, Dr. Smith, I, I am definitely grateful to, and, and I say it proudly every time I get the opportunity to speak or whether I'm going around the state interviewing, whatever the case may be, I'm grateful to say that I came through Hampton City Schools and, and had the opportunity to receive such a quality education. And even as I've kind of matured and matriculated throughout my time at JMU, a professor of mine once asked me, he said, what is, what is your definitions of success? And, and I told him, it's just me reaching my full potential. Right. Right. You, you setting the goalposts and saying, did I reach the potential? Did I give it my all? Did I try my best? And did I reach my full potential uh, for whatever I'm trying to achieve in life? And so uh, that is, I think, the core of when it comes to student success. Are we helping students reach their full potential? Dr. Said it well. Dr. Smith, before we leave, if there's somebody that's saying, man, I am, I'm, I'm impressed with this uh, Dr. Smith how can I get in contact with you? What is the best way for somebody to be able to reach out to you and, and potentially ask a question? Sure. Uh, send me an email. Uh, and, of course, just uh, if you go to our homepage in terms of Hampton City Schools, and you will see there uh, an opportunity uh, in terms of the, uh, the superintendent contact information. Send me an email, uh, josmith at hampton.k12.va.us. Well, Dr. Smith, I want to thank you for joining us here on the podcast. Listen, I'm excited. Um, man, I, I just got to interview my superintendent. This is an amazing opportunity. So thank you so much, Dr. Smith, for joining us. I hope you all enjoyed this conversation because community matters in this work of redefining education. Uh, so I, I want you to share this podcast. If you have any questions, reach out to Dr. Smith, one of the most knowledgeable black male educators I have met. And so I'm so grateful that he took some time out of his busy schedule to have a conversation with us. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. As always, continue to share this podcast. I hope that it continues to be a blessing for you. And in the meantime, until next time, continue to redefine education. See you all again soon.